0: Hi, you are listening to episode thirty nine of Daisy Geek Girls. I'm Preeti Chibber,
1: and I'm Swetna Krishna, and we are recording on Wednesday, December eighteenth, twenty nineteen.
0: It's this very special Wednesday. It's a very special Wednesday. It's a very special episode. It's a very beyond just that we like recorded an episode six days ago. Oh my god,
1: we are amazing. Um,
0: it is a very special episode because we both saw the rise of Skywalker yesterday.
1: Yes, we did. And in, that in different theaters we did not see it together, but sadly yes.
0: Uh, it's the culmination of forty years of storytelling mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the Skywalker family of all of the things that I feel like, so much of the world has been waiting for, mm-hmm. uh, so we're just gonna jump right into it. Not really anything else we're gonna talk about today, other than Skywalker. But we are gonna start with non-spoilery, non-spoilery. reactions. Mm-hmm. So sub non-spoilery reaction. I, I feel like we agree a lot.
1: Yeah, and I really, really enjoyed it. I thought um, I, I, and I'm honestly surprised at the reviews that are coming out. Um, in some ways i'm not in some ways i am um because i thought it brought back a lot of the fun from the force awakens and it um it was just it was a lot of fun to watch there were problems there were things i did not like but overall i was mostly satisfied with the character arcs of our three main you know best friends slash family i thought the family vibe the found family vibe was really dialed up in it which i really liked um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... And it hit the right emotional notes for me. So, yes. Like, I am not making that unqualified. Like, I loved it. It was perfect. Because it's a movie. And it's a Star Wars movie. Just... They're not perfect. But I really liked it. Yeah, I felt the
0: same. I am not at all surprised that the reviews were saying, honestly. I do think that the reason... I ended up enjoying it so much is that and and I think it's similar with you that I never lost sight of who was in charge of this movie, mm-hmm. which is this J.J. Is, Abrams.
1: I think we both talked we both talked very briefly about it. So most of what we're going to talk about are is, is we're talking about for the first time. But the one thing we both agreed with, it's what we expected.
0: Yes, 100%. This was the movie. Not not in terms of story, not in yeah. terms of narrative because we I don't think we either one of us really knew what was coming except for a few key things, mm-hmm. which we'll get to. But just in terms of what the movie delivered and the feeling and and kind of what our expectations were, they were super met. Like 100%, it is a JJ Abrams Star Wars movie mm-hmm. through and through. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, it was super enjoyable, really fun, kind of pop corny Star Wars movie. I cried every I cried single time so many times, like every time Carrie Fisher was on screen, yeah. regardless of the like content of that mm-hmm. screen, I just or er, started crying mm-hmm. like a lot. Mm-hmm. it was i I liked
1: so much of it. I liked so much of it and i I Worry that people are because there are some glaring issues, and we'll get to them. Um, yes. I worry that people are focusing on the things that they, um, that maybe they don't. Um, that I, I feel like when you're going to an early screening, also people tend to f- look for things to like. It's it's very hard if you're in a critic's mindset and you know you're going to go write a review of it to just sit back. At least for me, not other. Reviewers might be different. Like I went into it not sure of what I was gonna write about it, and just ready to experience it and kind of see what happened. Be but if I know I'm gonna be writing like a breakdown review of it that people are gonna rely on, I pay much more attention to the nitpicky details. Here's what I
0: think, and in terms of the responses, is that there was. A want for this movie to be something more than what it was.
1: There is a want for it to be something it never was going to be.
0: Right. They want, like, this movie is not revolutionary. No. It is. It is not anything that we have not seen before from Star Wars. Yes, and that, but I like think
1: that's I the felt point, and that's why I'm so confused by right. it. Right, like, we all knew what to expect because but it's a Star I, but Wars. I think movie. I, I actually think Ryan Johnson
0: changed the conversation more than maybe Star Wars is like was anticipating him to have changed the conversation. Like you know, the the Last Jedi I would argue is revolutionary mm-hmm, in what it does mm-hmm. in the same way that Empire was. was you know, yeah. Empire is revolutionary within the construct of that trilogy. I felt the same way watching Return of the Jedi as I felt watching The Rise of Skywalker. No, No, Return of the the Jedi. Oh, yeah, no,
1: that's exactly, that's exactly. I'm like, yes, Ryan Johnson was revolutionary. I came out of The Last Jedi, we talked about this before, I came out of The Last Jedi without that emotional high I get from watching Star Wars, but knowing I had watched something that would that altered the landscape of these films in a way that it needed to be altered. Right. But then they went back to J.J. J. Abrams. So... Right, and, and what... <laughs> so I'm kind of to... like, well, yeah, of course, this is right. what we got. You go I back
0: know. to J.J. J. Abrams, and you get... Star Wars. You get Star Wars that you know. You get Star Wars that is familiar, yes. and you get Star Wars that you can sit through, knowing what you're going to get. And you
1: know, you have the rough sketches when you sit down for the movie. You have the rough, rough sketches already of what's going to happen at the end, right? Because you, it's like, a Star Wars movie. It's the final it, movie. It's in a, Star Wars. Yeah, it's 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 a it's. So okay. So all of that being said, I think you and I both agree. We really liked it. It had some problems, but as an emotional, it had the emotional spirit that I was looking for and I liked it. I thought it was a great movie. Go- I thought it was a great theater experience. Yes. I actually think it's a better theater experience I think I'm going to have unlike Rogue One where I think Rogue One benefits from rewatching. I'm not sure how this one is going to do because of the pace and the and I think we're going to we're about to spill into spoilery territory. Um just the pace and the quick cuts
0: it was very fast paced i actually think i'm going to like it i, wh- I mm. so i said it's like watching return of the jedi i love I,
1: return of the jedi
0: right i think this is going to be that movie like jj abrams has a clear understanding of what the original star wars trilogy was mm-hmm. he understands what the first movie did he like obviously the force awakens is fairly similar to a new hope mm-hmm. and he understands what viewers got out of that trilogy at the end of Return of the Jedi. You know, we discussed, I think, or maybe I discussed it on a different podcast. Now I don't 3D. remember. <laughs> Sorry, so many podcasts. <laughs> uh, so many Star Wars conversations. But there was an interview with George Lucas and, you know, asking about what Star Wars, what the message of Star Wars was, which is redemption. Mm-hmm. And you got that in the original trilogy you know tenfold like the prequels are not about the prequels are building to a story we already know yeah this was ending a story in the same thematic way that George Lucas wanted to end it
1: mm-hmm. yeah which
0: is with redemption.
1: And so with that I think we're gonna start getting into spoilers. yes. So spoiler mark. I'm actually going to set the spoiler mark a little earlier than this, because I feel like what you just said was a little bit of a spoiler. I, so I'm going to set the spoiler mark um, a little earlier just to, you know, just to, and warn everyone in the show notes. So let's get into that. Then you and I both said, we did not want to see Kylo Ren redeemed. Um, <sighs> I'm so mad. And we both said that, that being said, Okay. That being said, and he was redeemed because we are into spoilers now. One of the big arcs, I I liked it for two reasons. Overall, I did, and I still I still think he shouldn't have been redeemed. But I liked the way it was handled for two reasons. One, it wasn't the center plot of the movie. Like it no. was, it was a big, it was a big B storyline, but it was a B storyline that, was story, that wasn't that wasn't Ray's um that wasn't Ray's main focus. That wasn't the main the the main trio's main focus. It was a B storyline and um he died at the end which is what i said like i said on a previous podcast and i know because i don't have other podcasts pretty. <laughs> um i said on i said on a previous show that i think he was going to be redeemed because it's star wars and because at the end of the day these movies are about redemption i thought he was going to be redeemed but i hoped he would die and he did I could have so, really done without that kiss though. I cringed. Ew. I was just like, no! Wait, in the okay, theater, okay, okay, I'm okay, like, okay. D-.
0: So, here's the thing is yeah. I think this movie benefited greatly from Adam Driver. Mm. Like, Adam Driver who A in the A la- thousand know, percent. He was so good in this role and like the minute the change happens his entire body language shifts. His everything he about him so much is, younger. He looked younger. He acted younger. Like, he was Incredible, and I do think that that brought so much more to the role than has existed.
1: Definable difference between Ben Solo and between um, Kylo Ren. Ren.
0: Yeah, I agree, and it was infuriating because I came out of this movie and I was so angry with Adam Driver for making me care about Ben Solo, and. Uh, yeah, there is this very uncomfortable kiss yeah. between him and Ray. Yeah. but I was like the minute he he dies immediately after yes. I was like, okay fine. fine. yeah, that's what I was Whatever. like, okay,
1: you want to give the Ray people, the people who you know, Stan Ray low um like that's okay, fine. Um and I will also say because I was afraid they were actually setting up at the beginning of a movie a Ray Poe romance. Well, I actually
0: didn't know. I
1: here's the thing:
0: is Oscar Isaac played that? Played his part as 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 having a romance with everybody, like romance with everyone. But he was very the the bickering between him and Finn was Mm. incredible, and Mm -hmm. so it it read to me so intensely as a couple who's been together forever and is like. We know each other so well. We love each other forever, you know, but we're still going to bicker. Like, he played that yes. so intensely I think that well. was
1: I think that was deliberate on his part from the – Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, and it, it worked for me. It worked uh, for me very well.
1: Like,
0: reading it in that way, despite – Here – okay. Here is – when we're talking about Poe and romantic interest, we have to bring up Carrie um, – oh, my God – Russell. So Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell's character Zori, who I found to be totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like she I was don't. She
1: fine. I'm glad there's another female character in Star Wars, uh, but I did, That's about where my interest in her ends.
0: It, there was. It was so strange because my biggest criticism of this film is how it sidelined. Kelly Murray Tran. Yeah,
1: we're going to get to that because that is a whole thing that we are going to talk about. Like It was
0: so weird. And then to include this new character who was... Why? Like, it didn't... It was such a strange decision. Like, mm-hmm. she looked cool as hell. Yeah, she looked cool as hell. Looked cool as hell. Great, like you said, another female character. But when you can't give the female characters you have enough, mm-hmm. then why are you are like why are you writing new ones mm-hmm. who also only seem to be there to have this weird flirtation with poe like it was just i mean to was- be honest
1: i felt like she was there for merchandise because she looked cool true that's like true. I mean, that was to me in my head she i was like oh another female character to like you know satisfy people who are only counting like because like i don't I'm glad there's another, like I said. I'm glad there's another female character in Star Wars, but if it's not a meaningful role, it doesn't mean a whole lot. But if you're counting yeah. lines of dialogue, like people do popularly, right. what was said by if you're adding, you know, like and there's another merchandising opportunity, that's and true. that's that's. I mean, so do we want to do we want to get into the stuff about Rose, or do we want to focus on what we liked first?
0: I I want to talk about. Uh, Princess Leia. Okay. I, w- I want to talk of, because this was supposed to be Carrie's movie. Yes, and you
1: can really tell it w- ha- what they were going to do with her. Yes,
0: I I think that you know they did what they could with the footage they had, and I and thought I they appre- did it very respectfully. Yeah, appreciated it. I I liked how they used the dialogue they could mm-hmm. to shape the story for the last movie. I I I cannot. I can't – I almost can't put into words what it meant to hear oh Rey God. call Leia Master.
1: I I started bawling.
0: Yeah, like, ugly crying. Like, but <laughs> I was
1: – yeah, like, I, I saw – um like, I went to the screening and my friend Jen came with uh, – our and my friend Jen came with me. And we both, like, grabbed each other's, like, arm and started crying. Like – when she just said, and it was just such a simple line. She's like, all right, master. And it was just like, oh, my God. Like, finally, we have been waiting. And, like, I might start crying when I talk about this. Like, we have been yeah. waiting how long for that?
0: It's it's the confirmation that we've always deserved because Leia has been, you know, Luke, Luke was farm boy to Jedi. Mm-hmm. Leia has gone from princess to senator to... General to Jedi, like she and to Hutslayer Slayer, to, she has all these amazing, strong roles within the franchise that she has inhabited, depending upon the context of the time that the thing was created. And so, to give us Carrie's last movie, and I didn't, you know, we we get that shot like Ray gets Ray gets Leia's lightsaber. <laughs> And we get that shot of uh, Luke explaining to her why Leia never finished her training. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's it's one of those kind of Uncanny Valley shots. It is, yeah. Where Luke and Leia are training together in the forest. And it they show us their digitized young, young faces. Selves,
1: yeah. And I'm glad it wasn't longer. Yes, I'm glad it was one shot and I was okay with it because they didn't digitize older Carrie Fisher. Like, because that was always going to be a digitized shot if they were planning on including it. And so fine, they did to Mark Hamill too. Like, that's fine. Okay, like, whatever, it's one shot.
0: Right, I didn't need to see any more than that. I didn't need to see them interacting as siblings, but the fact that it exists Mm -hmm. and that Leia trained to be a Jedi is the greatest gift this movie could have given us for a character, for Princess Leia, and for, for fans of Carrie Fisher, I think, yeah. because of the way Carrie spoke about Leia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I mean, when sh- when she fades into the Force, mm-hmm. I like, I can't bring tissues. Yeah. If, I don't know, what you're I don't here, know this, why you're listening to I don't know why you're listening to this, like- but... But I, I luckily had like two napkins in my pocket, and I was crying so hard. I was like somebody, like just trying to hold it in because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be disruptive. But I think everyone in the theater was in that same shape.
1: Yeah, I, I cry. I cried a lot during this movie. I, I cried a lot. Um, in in that sense, um, and that's what I mean when I say I think it hit all the emotional notes I wanted. Um, there are times I cried, There are many times I cried. There are times I wanted to cheer. There were times, like, you know, scream out loud. There are times I did scream out loud. Yes. Wedge, I was like, Wedge, I like whisper scream because my theater was like so silent, which was like a little bit sad. Like I like prefer a silent movie going experience for the most part, but there are certain scenes where I like I do like, and yeah, like Wedge Antilles, like I was like, oh my lord, it's very very sad that he shows up like. You know, two minutes after his stepson dies, but But it is, it is
0: this this like there's there's criticism of this movie saying it was too fan servicey. it was too it was too it heavily relied too much on the nostalgia of Star Wars, but, but that, again I mean, that
1: was, it's the same criticisms <laughs> for the force awakens, and it's the right. same director and co-writer, like what do you expect and also what? I
0: don't think like, and that's not said this.
1: in a an, like. That's just like genuine, genuinely like. What do you expect? I think people. There are a lot of people who aren't going to like this film as long as it's not for racist or sexist reasons. That's fine. Like you have every right not to like a movie, but if you're angry about it, which I think people are, I'm like, I'm not sure what you expected. I just
0: don't think I ever wanted this movie to be anything yeah. more than that, right? Like I don't, unless they were going to give it to a truly inventive director and writer, Mm -hmm. um, ideally, like, a marginalized person, but they they didn't do that. And Mm -mm. so this is the movie that I would have asked for from the person who made it. And so, I like, other than our one glaring big, 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 big issue, because I think there was a a deep love of the material and you could see... And a deep love of the source material. And Mm -hmm. you could see that in the way that Carrie's story was written. Like, I'm heartbroken that we never... Clearly the scene where Han Solo, where where Ben interacts with Han Solo and he's interacting with the memory, clearly that was supposed to be with Carrie.
1: Yeah. Right? Like, that moment that... And I think that's the only reason they got Harrison Ford to come back. I agree. Because I'm sure they were like, this was supposed to be Carrie, but... But what are
0: we... We we don't want to invent Mm -hmm. footage that didn't exist. And
1: and And I'm so glad that he came back for it. Because that moment, I was just like... And I'm going to start crying again. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Like It
0: couldn't, it couldn't be – it had to be one of the two of them. And yeah. if it couldn't be Carrie, it had to be uh, Harrison. And so that was such a strong moment for the proof of redemption and for the push towards redemption, mm-hmm. right? Like, it starts when Carrie uses all of herself to say Ben and to make sure he hears it. Mm-hmm. That is
1: what because he's like you can't go back, back to you can't go back. He tells Ray like you can't go back to her now, and it's just like Leia's just like yes like you I, can. Well, he says just like yeah, I can. it's and Leia's like and yes like, you can.
0: It's heavy handed when we say it out loud, and it's but it's, it's not. But but again, it's benefiting story. from Adam Driver and Harrison Ford's performance, frankly, which is really really understated and well done. um it, it was a really beautiful moment and a really beautiful send off, I think, for Princess Leia. Yes,
1: I agree. I agree every count. And I just, I just, I am very, very glad. I was very, I went into this movie somewhat nervous, much less nervous than I was for The Last Jedi because, A, it was a known because J.J. Abrams was a known quantity, B, because Luke was already dead. So, like, that was, like, a lot of my, inv- I'll be honest, Luke is a lot of my investment in Star Wars. So now that that story's done, like, I just was like, okay, like, I'm just gonna go in and enjoy this movie. Um, and then, three, like, it was just, no, it was basically just my one, like, real sense of trepidation was how are they gonna handle Leia? Right. And they And they handled it Super well. I think it was as beautifully done as it could have been, and I have seen criticisms of how they handled it, like oh, using the old footage. And I'm just like, what could like, what are they supposed to do? Like, like if they had
0: written her off, yeah, like, would that have been screen? better? That would have been awful. Yeah,
1: like I just don't understand what they wanted, what what this writer wanted of, and just all right, like that's an opinion. <laughs> um let's talk about can we talk about chewy really quick yes oh god right oh my god like when that moment of of like happened
0: it was this like wailing and he just falls and breaks when he finds out leia's gone oh my god
1: yes good god yes Juno suetomo i'm just just a plus plus like that that acting was amazing like, wearing that suit cannot be easy, and, like, the physical acting you have to do in that suit, and just good for him. But also, the moment where we thought he was dead. Uh, like, and I was, like, and I literally, like, I was sitting there, like, slack-jawed, like, if that just happened, like, in shock, like waiting for and i was like starting to become sure and sure we weren't gonna get the like no no he's alive and i was like if he just wrote you killed Chewie so casually i'm not sure i can enjoy the rest of this movie that right. doesn't mean like i will never like it forever and i will think it's a terrible movie but i wouldn't it will that's gonna take me a couple of watches to come to terms with because i don't like that decision and thankfully thankfully
0: it was fine, oh, was fine. they couldn't someone has to survive yes yeah. someone has to and so the moment that he gets we see him get that medal mm-hmm. at the end of mm-hmm. uh, on screen and there is such like mm. oh it was such a good arc i just love chewy every moment in this movie so much i thought it was the i thought they used him
1: so well i did too um, and I thought they used three PO incredibly well. Oh my god! Because have you ever liked three PO no, more? I have not. And like that's what I was. I was. I said to like my friend Jenna. I was like, I oftentimes find three PO very grating. And I know he's supposed to be like. I know that's the joke, and everyone finds him grating. But it's just like grating and like. Oh my god! Oh my god! And this movie, the com- Anthony Daniels comedic timing was so good. So like, good. It was so on point. Like I laughed every time I was supposed to laugh. Yes. Like, he was so good. And he was just, it was so... Because, like, at the end of the day, 3PO is, like, 3PO is just 3PO. But, like, the emotional moment when he was, like, taking one last look at oh. me. For... Like, I was just like, oh! Stop! Stop! I've cried enough already! It was It was very
0: intense. And they used 3PO in the way that classic star wars would have used r2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, I appreciated that cuz R2 didn't have a ton to do in this in this one which like fine. He's gotten the glory for decades. So like way to go Threepio, way to get yours. Mm-hmm, yes, it was it was a really wonderful little like send-off to Threepio's character, you know. And and that speaking of like Characters who I really liked and aren't legacy characters, the little droid builder. Dio! The little...
1: Oh no, no, no. Bobu, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. I thought you were talking about the little droid. I thought he was cute. No, no, no. I
0: did love Dio. But no, Babu Frick was amazing. The, like this the small moments of screen time that character had, they were all excellent. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I loved, Babu Frick. I, and loved I really, Babu Frick. I love I when you bring up Dio, like one of the one of the funniest moments is when Ray reaches out. To touch Dio, and Dio goes,
1: no thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I really like that from the point of view of someone who does not like to be touched. Yes! And I appreciate it, just, no thank you. Like, no thank you, and like, no one forces it. Yeah, like, it's, I I just appreciated that droid. Like, I will be honest, I have a remote control Dio at home. He's so cute. And it's amazing, at some point I will post a picture of um, my child, like, alternately, like, crawling after it and being very, very afraid of it. Um, it's, v- <laughs> he, it's very cute. Um, yeah, I liked Babu Frick a lot, um, especially when 3PO was like, he's one of my oldest friends! I was like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow. So good! So good. Uh, so,
0: <laughs> let's, let's get into our kind of core cast, because I think it's going to lead us to talking about Rose a little bit. But let's talk about Finn... Ray and Poe because okay. they they are it's hard to talk about one without talking about the others I mm-hmm. think
1: yeah um, and part of the reason I was satisfied with this movie is I was satisfied with all of their story arcs yes in a I, way that I was not satisfied with Finn's story arc for TLJ and Poe's story arc made me angry for TLJ I loved Ray's story arc
0: Agreed. Uh, yeah, Ray. In, in The Last Jedi, I think we both had significant issues with how Finn and Poe, mm-hmm. both of their stories went. That said, I think The Last Jedi set up the characters we got in mm-hmm.
1: The Rise I of Skywalker Po's really well. I think journey was necessary. Mm-hmm. The la- I didn't like it, but like, and there are t- issues I will always have with it. But I think yeah. it was necessary to set up the leader he becomes. Yes. In The Rise of Skywalker. Finn's, I feel like, wasn't as necessary. I'll be honest, I don't think I'll ever be okay with. Because I just feel like Finn's storyline in TLJ was a rehash of his storyline in The Force Awakens. And I don't think he got enough character development um, in that. I think
0: the only thing that Finn, that really significantly impacted Finn in The Last Jedi that makes sense and and helped Finn in this movie was the, um, was him fighting against Phasma mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and yeah, and kind sense. of that because here's here's the biggest best thing to come out of this movie for me is Finn and his force affinity
1: sorry I took a huge sip of hot chocolate <laughs> Right? When she was saying that. And I really want to be like, yes! Um, And that's the thing, like, like that's the thing. Like, I've heard, like, people speculating about what Finn wanted to tell Rey. And I think it's that he was force sensitive. It's that. It's not that he was in love with her. Like, people no. are like, oh. And I'm like, no! It's not that he was in love with her. It's that he's force sensitive and he hasn't told her. Like, he
0: loves her in terms of, like, yes, they
1: are family. Yeah, they're family. But, but, she... but not like he is in love with her. And, like, I think I think one of the things I actually like and, like, we can talk a lot about Finn and Poe, and I think there's a real missed opportunity there. But at the same time, part of me feels like I like that there's no romantic relationships between the main three.
0: I I, I like that there's no romantic relationships between the main three for Ray. Yeah. I, the chemistry between John Boyega and Oscar Isaac is just so good yeah, yeah I agree. and they played yeah. it so yeah. well mm-hmm. that it, it feel it felt like it was missing yeah. to me from the movie like it just felt like it should have been there but Finn throughout this whole movie when he thinks when when well when Ray kind of dies and Finn knows was mm-hmm. such a heartbreaking moment mm-hmm. I do think that they kept them kind of separated for too long Mm -hmm. like I didn't I had a few issues with the way with Ray's single-mindedness where she kind of just barreled ahead and didn't really consider the people around her other than like this will keep them safe because I'm keeping myself away Mm -hmm. but you know when she and I understand like she's going through a lot but you know she walks away from them on uh, that planet and Chewie gets caught. Mm-hmm. She walks away from them on the shuttle or on the, the Star Destroyer where Chewie is and Kylo Ren finds her. Yeah. She walks away from them. Like, it, it was just, like, too much Yeah, for me. It's of too her. heavy-handed
1: of the, it, like, if you're if she goes alone without, like, her strength is her family. Right. It was, like, a little yeah. bit too... Yeah, was, I get that. It was one too many times
0: for me to believe that Rey would make that mistake over and over and over. Okay. Yeah, I can see that.
1: But the, my I think my counterpoint to that would be, and I don't actually disagree with you, um, was I think it was tr- also trying to play up the bond between her and Ben Solo, which I hate. But yes. I think that's that was the that was I hate which I hate, but I But
0: think I think that was they the could have done it Oh right, yeah. But, well, I mean what right? was,
1: Yeah, and then I then I would also say it's JJ Abrams. Subtlety is not his... But it's not even it's not subtlety. Yeah. To
0: me it's like kind of it's it's rough writing like it's, yeah. it's rough writing in that you took the easy way route out mm-hmm. by just forcing this character to make a decision that feels out of character mm-hmm. for her um, by doing it again and again and again, because you need her to be isolated so that she and Ben can have this have weird this connection. connection. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, agree. That, I agree. Right. Like it could have been done in a different oh, way. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I that's still allowed for that. I think a lot of. That is a criticism you can make about a lot of the movie. It could could have been done in a different way. But, like, I think that is the only thing I think that really bothered me about the main Three characters, Same. And because I agree. And two, it was kind of like, "Well, this guy, like, can this guy just give them like five minutes to breathe?" In? Because I feel like Kylo Ren oh was just everywhere, god. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like he just showed like... up
0: like two seconds after they did, no matter where they were. I know, and
1: like I get that that's like intentional in terms of to show how under siege they were, but it's also like, dear Lord, man, like, like just let us breathe. But we do have to
0: talk about speaking of like character arcs, Ray being a Palpatine. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So right? you and I. I don't remember if we said this on the podcast, um, on our TFA discussion. Did we have a TFA discussion? Yes, we we, we did. did. Because we rewatched all the movies. We rewatched it, but we didn't do one right after. No, because we, we started we the podcast after. We started the podcast like in February of the next year. Um so Ray, uh that is what I thought from the beginning. Yeah. That's like, and I think that was the original, we were supposed to think that that was J.J. Abrams' plan all along, and then Ryan Johnson retconned it, and then J.J. Abrams re-retconned it. I don't, I don't think,
0: okay, here's, here's the thing. I'm a little frustrated by it, even though we kind of knew it was going to happen.
1: Oh, I'm totally frustrated by it, Yeah.
0: I don't, the time, first of all, can I just say, I'm so sad that the words Palpatine fucked like came into my brain immediately, mm, but they did. Please don't. And then but I thought yes. of Voldemort and the Cursed Child and like this whole like weird like Pal- fascist
1: no, it's, dictator it's, thing having it's, it's less, children. Like, it's, it's less like, it, it's still disturbing, but it's less disturbing because he was like a normal person for a long time
0: line i'm confused by right
1: because but when
0: when palpatine is a chancellor mm-hmm. he's already an old
1: man yeah yeah
0: when ray was born so it's i don't know nineteen twenty years before the force awakens mm-hmm. which is like 20 25 years after return of the jedi ish Um... Because if Luke's, like, 60 Wait, okay, so, okay.
1: We, yeah. Like, it's 30 uh, years... <laughs> it's basically 30 years between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Because I think okay. the way the math works, because, like, supposedly, like, I think in Bloodline, it implies that Ben Solo was conceived at Endor. So... Thirty-ish. And years. he's supposed to be I think in Forest Awakens, he's supposed to be thirty, and um the rest of them are supposed to be twenty. Finn and Finn and Ray are supposed to be about twenty. So So for so the so for, for was, her let's say her parent her dad her when she was she was abandoned when she was like what five about five years yeah. old. Yeah. So let's say so that would put her birth, like that would put her born um 10 years post-Endor. So, my point
0: is, if her par- even if her parents were, like, 40 yeah. when they had her... Which they did not look 40.
1: They looked, like, 30. They
0: like, looked the- young. It's, like, the opposite of the Harry Potter problem where all the parents look way too old for what mm-hmm. they are. I, the timeline makes absolutely no sense to me because I don't understand when Palpatine had the kid. Like, when- I
1: think it's probably... I think it was probably, okay, let's let's keep, okay, so she she was born <laughs> 10 years post-Endor, when her dad, let's say her parents were 30 years old when she was born. So that's 20 so, years. So that's 20 years, uh, so that, so if you take away. So that's kind of end of the clone, or uh, yeah. end of Revenge of the Sith. I think she, my guess would be she was born in the, cl- between like Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith. Or sorry, the, he had a kid between those two times. He was already so old. I mean, yes, but <laughs> I, I agree with you. It's weird, but, like, that that makes sense to me. That, it makes true. sense to me that he'd, like, have a wife back on Naboo or have, like, you know, a, you know. I don't think it does. See, it makes sense to me. I think that he might have
0: had, I, I think they're going to have to. They're, oh, they're definitely going to fill that They're going to have way. to tell us how this worked. Because I wonder I if wrap E.K. Head Johnston
1: around. is writing a Padme novel. I wonder if she's going to address some of this. I hope and a so. A second Padme novel. She's already written one. but
0: I hope so because I was – I'm, like, getting stuck on it, but I was so confused by it. Yeah. And not being – the timeline was, like, very difficult for me. Um, and so that – I appreciated the final scene and I appreciated Rey having to um, confront Palpatine. And I loved the moment that all the Jedi spoke to her. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, I Mm -hmm. love that you heard everyone Mm -hmm. from Anakin to Luke to Obi-Wan to
1: To Yoda. Yoda. To Yoda, All everyone. these. Quite. It wasn't. I think there might have been Qui Gon. I can't remember.
0: I think Qui Gon was in there. There. Were, I. It was. It was really on. Like awe inspiring and wonderful to sit in. But this was one of those moments that I was like, I needed more
1: substance of the background. I didn't. But I don't. Like, but part of my thing with Star Wars is I know it's going to get explained eventually. Like, I know. And so I go into it with that mentality. And so, like, when I say, like, I don't need... Like, there are, t- there are a lot of times I feel like you need more than I do. Yeah. And it's not because I think you're wrong. It's just because I have... I, I look at Star Wars in a different way than I look at anything else. Yeah. It's so, like, I don't need the explanation because I know in some comic or in some... Like, some people were... I saw some people annoyed, and rightly so, that we would never heard about how Mas kanata got uh luke's original like got the anakin saber and i'm sure it's getting explained in some comic oh yeah i think that's that kind of stuff doesn't bother
0: me as much it's when there's like this to me is a narrative flaw with the way jj it's Hade. basically a retcon it is and that i think i find frustrating yeah. because i think that there was again a way to handle it in a way that didn't feel it like it felt a little cheap Oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm sure yeah, there are going to be yeah. people who are like, oh, it felt like the cheapest thing ever. I, I didn't think it was the cheapest thing ever. I think it makes sense for Star Wars, which, and of think, course...
1: I think AJJ Abrams is planning this from the whole time, because if you look at the way she fights in oh, yeah. Force Agre- Awakens, she fights like a Palpatine.
0: Yes, agreed. Like, she really does, and you... And it's, like... I think people are frustrated because what The Last Jedi set up is that anyone can be special. Yes,
1: and I'm sad. The, the, The half of me that loves, like, getting into the lore and the, like, stuff is like, ooh, she's a Palpatine. And the half of me that, like, wants... Like, there's half of me that's like, oh, this is really, like, interesting. And there's half of me that's like, ugh, can't we just not with the parentage...
0: But I think the difference is, is that Star Wars extended, like Rebels and Clone Wars and the books and the and the video games, are showing us that anyone can be special. But this was the Skywalker saga, right? right. Like, this was the end of the Skywalker saga. And I which think has always a lot of about family,
1: right? And I th- but I think a lot of fans don't engage with this, and I don't don't right. engage with the expanded universe, and that's fine. And I think. I hate that that's the message of the main movies, which is the main thing that everyone's going to see.
0: I know. It's, but it, I don't know. I'm of, I'm of two minds because, like, yes, anyone can be special. And I think Finn is an argument for that. Like, yes, Like, Finn's force affinity. Mm-hmm. I think the potential for story there is great. But to me, this was always about the Skywalkers, and mm-hmm. so it was always about the Palpatines. Mm-hmm. Like you know it was always about like the skywalker the, the great tragedy of the skywalker family is that they exist in a space that maybe they sh- they they were brought into being to exist for one reason mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: which was you know in anakin's case either to bring balance to the force or to break it entirely mm-hmm. for luke it was to save save anakin for uh ray it's it's
1: to Ray and Ben both—it's to bring balance to the force. Exactly. With the dyad, so they,
0: they exist within the scope of the story they're given, and and to kind of think that this Skywalker saga story could be bigger than that is—I I just don't even know how it would work narratively. Because mm-hmm. the it, like the moment at the end when she says her her last name is Skywalker, is, I loved
1: that moment. Right.
0: Right. Like, but that's a moment of catharsis, and it's a moment of like. You you aren't what you're born. You're more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that, that was beautifully handled. Be. Yeah. Right? Can we talk about Palpatine? Yeah. Um, oh, God. So gross. Disgusting. Like, so gross. Okay, also, let's talk about Snoke for a second. Okay, <laughs> Did was, he, was like Snoke a like clone? Was Snoke... I think so. So, so Snoke I... was a clone and being, like, like... Puppet mastered by Palpatine? Is that, like, what we're supposed to take from it? And the fact that he had, like, Snokes so. in jars? Yes, I think so. It was, like, it was, Ugh. like, the end of um, uh, The Prestige
0: when you find out they're, like, just a bunch of Hugh Jackmans in, gla- <laughs> in like, glass jars.
1: Like, <laughs> I didn't even know, like, what? I was, like, what? This, and, like, was such, like, a quick <laughs> shot. I was, like, wait, was that a Snoke in a jar? Like, What? Roll Snoke's in a jar. Yeah, like I was just like, "What is this? What is happening? Why do you need multiple Snoke's and multiple jars?" Like, That's absurd. Like, and so, and we know, like, from so many like things that the empire's be- the emperor's been obsessed with cloning. Clearly, though, he didn't have a clone for himself. Well, then
0: it's like, who is the true person? I guess yeah, I don't know. Like,
1: I don't know, but like, he clearly was not in great shape after. You know, the destruction of the death, second Death Star. Ew, yeah, that it was,
0: was. Gross. And like, they did a good job, but they it, did was, a great it job. was really
1: gross. But the first 10 minutes of the movie, I was like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is happening? Yeah, like, they, it opens with like Palpatine... It's like, wait, what? 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 What the? And now I understand why they like revealed that. It
0: was, it was, yeah, going from immediately like Kylo Ren's perspective and like going after the
1: Emperor was amazing. That was a great and opening. I thought that was a great opening. Um it harkens back in some ways to Return of the Jedi, where you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. If, you know, you've Man, never seen it. This? Yes. Um <laughs> but it I think in a way that I love the weirdness of uh, Return of the Jedi it doesn't have the like first like random 45 minute interlude you know what I mean like the yeah. first 45 minutes of like Return of the Jedi or like however long the job a whole Jabba thing takes are so random and weird yeah and I love it but I feel like this didn't have as much of that which I I did it, love.
0: it had a little bit in the sense of like the whole introduction of Finn and Poe on their like errand to get this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um thing and and Poe Poorly, fin- like flying the Millennium Falcon. It did, but it
1: was tied to the larger story. Yes. The weird yes, thing about was. that is, it's not tied to the rebellion. It's not tied to the Empire. It's just, just getting them, fun like, back. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what, what is happening? Um. And then speaking <laughs> of Return of the Jedi, Lando Calrissian. Oh my god! Oh my god! Please cat like, please get ca- Billy D. Williams and everything. Like, he's so good and so effortless and just like so much still had that Lando spark and he was him and Naomi Aki it was so good I forget her character's name I, yeah I can't remember the but, character. oh um, Jana, it was Jana. Jana. okay she's the one who played the um, the former, um, Storm the former Stormtrooper um, I loved him he was in,
0: bringing him back in that immediate swagger that like immediate I, I did like that they kind of set this up that Lando could have a story after Ooh. this
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Like like mm-hmm. Jana sitting next to him. I know people were like, She's his daughter. I don't know. No, think I don't so. think so. That's not it. I, I think it's he's just like, I see a lost soul. Let's, let's, figure, it let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Like that was that was wonderful. And
0: using him in a way, like using Lando's character to be there when Poe doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm was so smart
1: because we keep saying like oh everyone's gone everyone's gone but not you know Landa, not. everyone's not gone and Lando's still there and like there's still people you know Wedge is still there like it's just kind of like but also I did like um them having to figure it out on their own and like Pro right. having to take like while I wish Carrie Fisher had not passed away and I would have loved to see her in this movie and like the narrative choice to have her out of the picture and Poe having to shoulder that burden was mm-hmm. really interesting Yes, yeah, I agree
0: it was and and having Lando come in and literally say like we did not know what we were doing mm-hmm. like we had we had each other and you have each other and mm-hmm. that's what Star Wars is but okay let's talk about Rose
1: Let's, uh, let's. I discuss. don't even like want to talk about this I because know. I'm it's, just
0: like so it's like so what? Irritating. Like it was they brought in Naomi Ackie, which is incredible, but it it could not help but send this message that you can only have mm-hmm. one woman of color who gets to have plot relevance, mm-hmm. and that to me is. So frustrating. Like, like it's Rose, like
1: there's all these male characters who are fully formed and have their different, and then you have Naomi Aki, who's arguably besides Ray the most fully formed female character. Yes. And then, but it comes at the expense of Rose. And then there's Zori Bliss. Like it's just like I I don't think I don't think it became I don't think it came at the expense of Rose.
0: I think that that is what it. I think that J.J. Abrams made a conscious decision for to not include Rose, yes, and I
1: don't I understand agree. why, I mean, right? I mean, I understand that like, They were trying to distance themselves from The Last Jedi. I, th- I just, do think, do like, at the end of the day, I do think Lucasfilm got slammed, even if it's a vocal minor- a minority, it's a vocal one, and that movie has gone down in history as incredibly, it was incredibly successful, but also incredibly controversial, and I think that by choosing jj abrams as the director they were making a statement and i think that's what it is and that was my fear the whole time when they were minimizing rose and the merchandising and minimize all of that and i hoped it was because she had some super cool role in the movie uh but no it turns out yep that is what it was and i think it was because she's a polarizing character which is unfair which uh, which is stupid um, like she shouldn't be polarizing, and I think I I I, I want to clarify when I was saying it comes at the expense of Rose's character because that's not I I'm not trying to like say like Naomi Aki should have had a smaller part or shouldn't have been in the yeah. movie, but it sh- shouldn't you shouldn't have to you sh- shouldn't be that way with women of color or with women characters and when women characters in Star Wars tend to be underserved generally, and um I feel like you shouldn't make us choose like that. Like it should, you should have enough room to have fully formed female characters. And if you don't, then maybe rethink your character decisions. Right. Rethink the
0: way you've written the plotting that you are underserving
1: Female characters, like how many? How many male characters are well served versus how many female characters?
0: Right, like there were moments, like when when Finn says to Rose, "Like one more shot, you want to come?" and she says, "No." I was like, "Oh god!" I knew exactly.
1: I was like, "Oh yeah." It was
0: like immediate. Like you're gonna take the first major. Asian American character or like actress within this character and just completely minimize her, her presence mm-hmm. and sideline her. And we did, we barely got her like in that, that moment where it was Finn and uh, Naomi on the ship mm-hmm. and, and, Finn tells Rose to go, and she hesitates. I wanted her to be right there with them, mm-hmm. the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that, two women of color and a black man, like, in the lead, like, a black woman, an Asian woman, and a, a black woman, like, having a significant plot presence yeah. in a Star Wars movie Yeah, would no. have been... And it was it was still incredible to see Naomi Aki and John Boyega together.
1: Yes. Oh my god, that was incredible. And they had such nice chemistry and yes, such I loved, the shared I loved background. I, I think she was a lovely addition to um she was a lovely addition to I think the Star Wars family. And I'm I'm really glad she's honestly not related to Lando um i'm glad that she could you know like i think it's nice to have legacy characters but it's also nice to for some characters to be there on their own yes like i I think it is um and so much of star wars is about found family and now john boyega and her have found family in you know resistance in each other uh but i just i'm very sad about rose like i just i just like that's it like that's the end of the day like i'm not gonna like I'm just sad about it, like it didn't ruin the movie for me it didn't like it is what like okay. i guess i'm I guess with star wars i 'm at the point now where i 'm like it is what it is i 'm not in charge of the franchise i'm not writing the stuff like i i'm not writing this movie. if I had written the movie, would it have been different? Yes, would it have probably been worse because i 'm not a you know fiction writer yes, like like you know what I mean like it's just it is what it is like i'm sad and it makes me really sad, it makes me sad for both. For for, for uh, huge fans of the character, it makes me sad for Kelly Marie Tran, like her character to be so sidelined. Like that's a clear message, right? I agree. That's a I clear think it's, it message, and it's yeah. not it's not a message I like.
0: Yeah, it was a huge bummer. It was mm-hmm. the biggest flaw I saw in this movie was the handling of Rose Tico's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that is a character that we could all well most of us who are not awful people could get behind Mm -hmm. and they were afraid or didn't know how to use her like whatever the reasoning it's a loss Mm -hmm.
1: it is it's a loss like it is it is a loss and I will always I will continue to support Rose I will buy all the Rose merchandise I can find Um, but I just I'm, I'm sad that I'm sad she was treated the way she was and I wish it was different
0: Agreed. I do I do really quickly want to go back to Naomi Aki as Jana because we kind of talk about like found family and and this connection she and Finn have. But I will say the moment that the the glee and joy in Finn's face as he realizes that there is another person like him. Oh, my God. When he jumps out of the like, um, like whatever that area he's fixing in the in the uh, ship and jumps up to like give her his full attention when she's like yeah we were all stormtroopers and they have that back and forth of the instinct that it took to not turn on civilians or to not like listen to them emp- to the the order I, I was like this is one of the best things I've ever seen mm-hmm. like it was such Like, it was just so joyful. And I loved it.
1: Like, I I loved that moment. I think that's a really good just note about the entire movie. There was so much joy in this movie. Yes. For me. Like, there was so – like, that moment at the end, near the end, where all the ships show up with the Millennium Falcon. Yes! Like, like, that's what Star Wars is about to me. Like, those, like, cheat – those, like – Almost so good, their cheesy moments of joy yes. because it is—it's like the, like gooey marshmallow. Like that's what it is to me. That's what Star Wars is to me. It's like comfort, and it's like you know, yes, the Skywalker saga. Like there's so much tra—there's so much tragedy in the story. And in this family, and there's, like, you need those, like, uplifting moments to, like, balance it out. And so I'm so glad that stuff, you know, I'm glad that this movie had a lot of those moments where, like, you just wanted to, like, like, the, like, wedges on screen for all of, like, four seconds. Yes. But I, like, screamed, like, whisper screamed because my theater was so quiet, but screamed, like, I mean, (laughs) and, like, when, like, like, just the little moments of triumph. Oh, my God, can we talk about Huck's? Oh, that moment. Okay. Oh, my God. Literally, the entire theater was like, <gasps> oh, I knew it. Like, I, I I had a notebook, and the only thing I wrote in my notebook is the second they mentioned a first-order spy, I wrote, Hux is the spy. I knew it. I did it not. Because he's I did so not. fucking petty. Because he's he so is. fucking petty, and Kylo Ren is the supreme leader, and he's really mad about it. Like, like he's just the pettiest <laughs> <laughs> and I love him for it. And I'm so sad he died because I wanted to watch him be Petty more.
0: I know that was kind of a bummer that he got shot so fast. Yeah, like it was such a speedy turnaround of like I'm the spy, <gasps> and then he's dead. <laughs> Especially like, because no, like, I
1: needed more. The precedent of like spies. So like in Rebels, um, one of the most hated and feared yes. Imperial officers. Um, and I'm not going to, like, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil who, um, defects, basically, and turns into a rebel spy. Um, and it's a shocking moment, and it's really well done, and then he, like, redeems himself, and, like, becomes this, like, character you like, and, like, yes, you always remember he did terrible things as an Imperial, but he tries to make amends for it, and it's, like, real, it's, I felt like it was, it's feel like it's pretty well handled, and it's, like, an inspiring story, and so I love the juxtaposition between yeah. that guy being like, I have done terrible things in my past and I need to atone for them versus Hux being like, I don't want Kylo Ren to get his way! I don't like him! I don't care who wins! I just don't want it to be Kylo Ren! Like, oh it's so my good. god. It was
0: such a great moment. And I have to say Richard Grant was thoroughly enjoyable to watch on screen. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I like I liked the paralleling of the first time we see Vader interact with officers and Kylo Ren interacting with officers. Like that was a really fun scene I thought. But Richard Grant just made it for me. He was so good in that role. Like he didn't he didn't have the gravitas of mm-hmm. like you know Peter Cushing, but that was okay.
1: Yeah, no, that was okay. It's a different that's order, the point, right? It's like yeah. kind of a low rent empire, and um, I loved this. Is very we're getting into like the small things here, but I really love that we got to see like Wild Space and the outer, yeah. you know, for the first yeah. time on screen. So we hear we've read a lot about it in the expanded universe, but like this is the first time we're getting because we know. That um, beyond, like, the edges of the known galaxy, like, space is chaotic and, like, it's not predictable and you can't navigate it. But I've never seen a visual representation of what that looks like, I don't think. Um, so it was nice to see that. And I think I, it...
0: Uh, you know, you brought up Rebels and I was a little sad that we're never going to see Ahsoka Tano. Mm, yeah, I, I didn't
1: expect uh, that, though.
0: Right? And, like, I, I know, but there was, it. like, a small... because. Like, it's the Skywalker saga, and yes, Ahsoka has largely been, you know, relegated to the extended universe stuff, but she's such an important figure mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. their history, and it breaks my heart that, like, we're never gonna none see of that them, them know. Yeah, we're never going right? to see
1: that on screen.
0: Like, we, ju- I just rewatched the season two Rebels finale, mm-hmm. and there's, oh, well, spoilers for
1: Rebels. <laughs> I guess. I not, know. After, yeah, like <laughs> after summer, I was like, I don't want to spoil this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know people are now starting to rewatch Rebels because, or watch Rebels for the first time because it's available on Disney Plus. So I'm cool. trying not to, I but it's won't, like I it's
0: won't real- say what it is.
1: I won't say exactly. What there's happens, a big, but there's I, a big moment for Ahsoka Tano.
0: Yeah, and Rebels and, and two. like all I want is to see that Luke and Leia. I, I want to, to find out that. Anakin was saved in the end.
1: I think she knows, though.
0: I, I know, like but I want to see it. Yeah, no,
1: I agree. I, I want to know. I want to get to see that moment. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I agree. Heard this. Um, <laughs> okay, so okay, so the power that Palpatine displays with Ray and oh, Kylo Ren yeah. with those the life sucking. That's what he talked about with Anakin in Revenge of the Sith, right? The Yeah. You know, like, being able to keep people alive. Yeah. he didn't go into – the dark side has the power to, like, prevent people you love from dying because you suck the life out of other people to extend their I, – I mean, I think – right? Am I, I'm not wrong about that,
0: right? That's, that's kind of how I read it. It's sort of like the Skeksis in, um. The dark
1: crystal, yes, yes. right. It's a little bit like that, where they're just draining. A reference I understand because I've now watched the movie and the (laughs) TV series.
0: Or, or like um, hocus pocus when they're sucking the lives out of little children. It's life draining basically, yeah. and um, i and I think,
1: think like cause, like, like'cause like i've i've um I was discussing it with her friend, she mentioned like that power has that ever been like is that like a new power? I was like, I don't think so, like we've never seen it on t v but I think that's what Palpatine was referring to in Revenge of the Sith and that op- that amazing opera scene with him and Anakin
0: yeah it's it's the whole Dark Plagueis the wise mm-hmm. surrounding that that story i I think that what this movie is going to do is provide a lot of opportunity for extended material. Like, I haven't, I know the Charles Sewell Kylo Ren story or comic dropped today, I think, the first issue.
1: Um, I do hope they do more. I do enjoy the comics, but I will say I don't read the comics religiously. I do hope they do books and TV shows.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I I think. We haven't watched this week's Mandalorian yet, no. so we don't know how or if
1: it plays if into it, ties it or not. In. Um, yes, and like now, I'm starting to think maybe it does not. Because, I know, same. <laughs> yeah, because only because I've read somewhere that the reason that they were releasing it early was because they were putting new f- Star Wars. Uh, re- it's not this movie is not Revenge of the Sith, Prathi. Yeah. Oh my God, the Rise of Skywalker! Why did they do this? I keep saying Revenge of the Sith. Um, the Rise of Skywalker um footage like in front or attached to the episode or whatever, like as a preview. Mm-hmm. And that's why they moved it through state, which would a hundred percent make sense. Sure. Um and so but yeah, we haven't watched that yet. I'll we'll do that tonight. Um is there anything we haven't covered? It's uh, I feel like there was the- so much in this movie, like the reaction the, the experience of watching it for the first time. Was a little, like, like just, like, shock. Because, like, it was so busy and so, like, Last Jedi had a lot of quiet moments, a lot of contemplative moments. Yeah. This, for the most part, did not. It was, like, so action from beginning to end.
0: I, I guess we could, because we didn't, we touched on it a little bit, but but Luke's role in all of this.
1: I appreciated that he said he was wrong. Yes. That's not something that we hear too often. no. Uh, and, you know, the role of the Jedi
0: in general, which we have, I, I have always said is problematic as hell, but mm-hmm. apparently is just the way it's going to be. But I really, really loved the scene on Octo when Ray is so despondent and convinced that her only option is to run away from everything and not become the linchpin and not become the thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. There are these moments where all three of them, Ray, Luke, and Anakin have had where they have are on the cusp of great decision
1: mm-hmm.
0: And I liked that we got to see Ray make the decision she thought her master made.
1: Mm-hmm. And I liked seeing Ray fucking fly Luke's X- wing. Yep. Okay, and, awesome. and the look of triumph on Luke's face when he fucking yes! brings the X-wing out of the water, I was like, "Hell, yes, you did it." Like, you did it. Do like, or do not. It, Yoda. There is no try. <laughs> Suck it, Yoda! Like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying again. Like, we have criticized a lot of things about this movie. But I just had so much fun watching it. I like, and I'm going to have fun watching it. And, and you know what? I think I'm going to have fun watching watching The Last Jedi knowing that yes. this movie follows yes, I agree. It. I agree. And that's why I always thought, like, Empire is my favorite movie because I think it's the quietest and has the most character building. But I cannot watch Empire without Jedi. Like, those two are, like, so linked in my mind and my viewing experiences. And I think <laughs> now my, like, and I agree, I think now Last Jedi is going to get a lot easier to watch.
0: Yeah, I really think it is when we know, you know,
1: there's hope going. and there, there is hope.
0: And I actually think it's going to make me like Kylo Ren as a character more in the first two movies. Because he is not my favorite. Mm-mm. But knowing where he ends is going to help me
1: care I, more. I think it's going to take like a pre... Like a Clone Wars type show for me to care about him. I mean, I don't... not Okay, no. This, show, this movie definitely did make me care about him in a way that I have never care like I've just been like whatever like angry whiny boy until now and now I'm like okay I do like Ben Solo
0: yeah I like Ben Solo a lot there was a desperation in him in Mm -hmm. this movie that we got to see and understand and And there was a there was the hopelessness of being in a situation that you kind of got into and didn't know how to get out of Mm -hmm. and but we wanted to get
1: out of. And I think that that was written really well in this movie, and <laughs> I I want to go back and rewatch how that tension has been explored in the previous movies now. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. I'll ever like him, but, like, yeah, I think right. he's more interesting to me as a character now.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think I a lot of people are going to
1: be mad about that redemption, and I don't blame them. Same.
0: Um, I, I think that this movie also opened a lot of avenues for more storytelling, mm-hmm. which is exciting because mm-hmm. we know that they are done with the Skywalkers. We know that that story is over. I mean, I'm sure they'll be using Rey in some capacity, but in terms of, like, Luke, Leia, Anakin, yes. all of that it's all done. is, is, is done in terms of forward-moving narrative. Mm-hmm. I think we'll still get, like, pockets like Padme and
1: that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. But...
1: I think we'll yes. definitely get pockets, but I think they're they're moving. And two, honestly, like I am satisfied with this is the end of the Skywalker Agreed. saga. Let's give Agreed. the Skywalker some breaks. Like they have had hard let lives. Let them be. Yes. Like Ray I am Skywalker. just like poor Rey Skywalker. Let her like go and like found a little academy yes. somewhere and teach little kids how to be Jedi and just and like Finn, be. She's yes. gonna
0: teach Finn. Yes. Because Finn's gonna learn, I just, and, I, just, and that's it, right? That's, that's the potential for now. The growth of Star Wars is like it's not. I'm looking forward to smaller stories that mm. aren't these like galaxy-ending events, but are still meaningful. Yes, yes, I and
1: agree.
0: And that that to me is exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh man. I think mean, there's else? a lot of Star Wars coming. Like, we've got the Cassian yep. show. We've got the Obi-Wan show. There is a supposedly <laughs> Dr. Afra
0: show yeah, in development. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so there's still a lot of Star Wars coming. Um, so, yeah, we'll yeah. see. I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. This movie got me excited. This movie did get me excited. I think... Um of course, Mandalorian. there's more mandalorian coming too, um, yeah, yep. I think this movie got me excited. It got me pumped um yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. I feel like we No, have...
0: i'm I'm seeing it again tomorrow, and we'll see if anything else comes out, but
1: I feel like we we did a pretty good job, yeah, I don't know i'm not I don't know when I'm seeing it again, which is you know why I'm so glad I saw like, I was able to make it to a screening because. I used to love the Christmas release frame, time frame of Star Wars, and now I'm like, oh my God, between like work and a kid and like holiday travel, like I just, I don't know what, when I'm going to see this movie. Like, I don't know, but that's okay. Here's well, the thing, too. Here's a, like one last note. This is a movie that ends the saga. Like, I will happily watch this with my kid, this trilogy. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that was, yes, that was, yes, a, that was some of my investment in it. Like, I was like, this movie will determine whether I watch this this trilogy with my child. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, Revenge – or the, the the prequel trilogy, yes, it starts with a child. But it's so dark. Like, the downfall – you know, like, I don't ever want to – I don't know that I'm going to want to watch Revenge of the Sith with my child anytime. Like, you know, with him, like, killing younglings and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. But it's like this, heavy. It is. It's very heavy. And Last Jedi was heavy. And I needed this to like bring me out of that malaise a little bit. And I feel like yeah. I did that. I feel like yeah. I did that.
0: I think it did a it did a good job. Overall, it was a fun movie. Yes. With the with- caveat
1: that Justice for Rose Tico. Justice for Rose. Yeah. If we weren't if we were less like wary about spoilers, I would start a Justice for Rose hashtag. Agreed. And I'm sure it's coming. Yeah it's
0: it's definitely coming mm-hmm. um all right well that's it that's that's, that's it. it that's that's yeah.
1: star wars that's What's that's the skywalker what? saga what? what like wow holy shit holy shit yeah who would have thought yeah hey look yeah. at us we've talked about all the star <laughs> wars movies now i mean the, oh my god yeah we have because we did rogue one no wait, did we do yeah we did solo i was really negative on that one wasn't i yeah, <laughs> I mean, I stand by it. I don't really love that movie, although I've rewatched really no. it, and it's it it. I hate it less than I did. I mean, I it never hated been, it. It should have been a very
0: special episode of Rebels. It should have. Yeah, I'll stand I agree. by that yep. so my agreed. time
1: Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right. We are we- part. Whoops. <laughs> no, you do it. You we do are it. part of the Hard Knock Life podcast network. You can find all the podcasts in the Hard Knock Media family at hardknockmedia.com. dot com. Today, we want to sh- shout out the Hard Knock Life podcast itself. Um, The latest episode is all things Star Wars. I think they do like multiple Star Wars movies, um, which is of course on brand for this like barely disguised Star Wars podcast. Um, And they are joined by guest Brittany Monet to talk about all the movies leading up to the rise of Skywalker. Uh, And of course, we want to
0: say thank you to our Patreon supporters, Fazia and Meredith Smith at the $10 level and Sylvia, Martha, Brandy, Rahul, Jordan, Annie, Claire, Brian, Robert, Maya, Guy, Three, and the Not Family at the five dollars level.
1: You can find us on Twitter at Daisy Geek Girls. I'm at S Krishna,
0: and I'm at Run With Scissors. And And uh, until next time, we will see, we'll see you, you in, in hell. hell.